Yo, yo, I go by the name of the almighty Soul Blaze, and y'all tuning in to Crush Alive Podcast. Word. Uh. Welcome to the Crush Alive Show, where we celebrate and educate our hip-hop all about flow, but on the culture and the things that we know. War raps, throw beats on the forefront as boundaries blow, your mind into the breeze. One on one, sending to cheese. The hip hop scholar dropping knowledge like it's degrees. Voice heard across seas when they building on facts. Wise words from Sir Love, they bring it on back. Everything is on wax for the hip hop leaders. Crush a lot, the first lady introducing Kalina. Break down your favorite bangers, only dope permitted. Represent the five boroughs where the dope is living. Only the real we give it, everything else is irrelevant. Crush a lot with hip hop, live like a settlement. Take it like an ailment, it's food for the soul. Crush a lot, you're tuning in, now you're all in the zone. World. Welcome back, Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. Um, as always, the bodyguard um, over here, the Orenishi of the group, taking off heads of the mafia boss. Kalina, Kalina, how are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> you caught me off guard with all that. Yeah, you like good. that. Thank you. I, 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 I knew you appreciate the Kill Bill reference. Um, and it's been an exciting time for the Crush A Lot podcast. We're trying to finish strong. We got a nice lineup for you in January. We will put that out in Twitter. We won't waste your time here. Let's go right into our guest. Oh, man, the hip hop game has been uh, an interesting thing this in 2018. We know the mainstream hip hop is doing well in the charts and there's a lot of you know interesting conversation between different generations of listeners that makes things very interesting in terms of where we where we are in music but there's a nice resurgence in some of the more traditional elements of hip hop coming up and one of the main people out there who's pushing it out there and in the game not only doing mixtapes producing and just putting compilations together is my man DJ Chong Wizard, how are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you guys. Man, I, I've been wanting to get you on the show for a while. We try to coordinate a little, little earlier in the year. Um, so I'm excited to have you. Can we talk about your exhaustive catalog of your history with hip hop? For me, I'm not going to say that I'm a historian. There's a time in my life where I, I was done with hip hop. It, it was going in a direction I wasn't a part of. It wasn't what I wanted, probably mid 2000s. And I tapped into different genres of the genres of music. Um, and when I came back, I fell in love with, in love with it again. So I missed out on the years that that you were putting out <laughs> these efforts. Talk about your history. That happens, man. That happens. I mean, I've been in the game a long time. I started DJing in 1998, and I was always about mixtapes. Like, even the reason I started DJing is because I was just obsessed with making mixtapes, pause tapes before I even had turntables. And then when I started making mixtapes, I quickly learned how to make beats as well. Over the years, I just kept working on it. And... um I got into like the hip hop journalist game too with Thick Magazine up here. And then with the connection to the industry through the magazine, I really started networking with a lot of big names and just building my brand and getting outside. Cause I'm up here in Vancouver, British Columbia, which it's a small hip hop scene. The internet and network networking it just allowed me to just grow my fan base and expand. I've always, I've spent a lot of time in California too, just up and down the West Coast, but. I've done so many different kinds of mixtapes and I've always about themes, like having like a specific theme 
and concepts. That's always been big to me because so many people just put out like the generic street mixtape and it's boring, you know, it's like after a while. Yeah. Yeah. I always need something to it, you know, I need to make it to be able to tie it all together to just make it special. Right. Like, so it stands out now that I'm at this point in my career, there's a lot of, a lot of new artists that I'm working with and they didn't understand my history of the game. So what I was doing recently on Twitter was oh, I noticed. trying to go back through the decades or whatever <laughs> and break it down. And I made it up to like 2007 and then I just got sidetracked and forgot to keep doing it. And then the other day, the Souls of Mischief guys were like, like, what happened? You got to finish off that history. We're waiting to hear like, like what else you put out. So I got to, I got to get back in. You were stunting on some fools um, and putting out your resume, and I was in just, just <laughs> enjoying it, like, yes, keep, just keep, keep putting it. But also <laughs> just curious, like, I, I, I tend to want to – I like to go back to things as much mm-hmm. as I can because it's, it's, it's too much to consume. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, go back. I, I look forward to – MCs come and go, and you could be the biggest thing one year or even for a couple years, and then you're gone. So, like, I was trying to say, like, guys, humble yourself, like, I've worked with a lot of big names and a lot of times the most successful people in this game are the people that just say yes and will do everything. They're just like, they're positive. It doesn't matter if they're like signed to a major label. They're, they're ready to just say yes and do shit. And like, instead of like, there's a lot of guys that are, that are no guys, the guys that say no to stuff. And it's like, you gotta like, to succeed in this game, you gotta be ready to do anything and everything to a certain extent but you know what i mean you got to be ready i mean the good thing about you though and what you do is that you're able to document like that time period where they were someone you know in the event that they fall off at least you're able to document their work which is a good thing so i'm able to go back into like your older mixtapes check it out and be like oh i remember that and then the guys that are the no guys they're gonna Mm -hmm. regret this shit one day they're gonna regret it like they have to it's like you are the type of person that is able to make someone who's not so known a little bit known. And you're right. It's the internet. You're right. The internet is a big, big area in which you like really have like come up. It's such a good thing. Like I, I came across your work when you did the, uh, the Iron Man theme one and the Star Wars theme tape. Like it was just so many good things. I was like, my mind was like blown. So to have you today, I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is good. Yeah, that was a thanks. As soon as I put I mean, it, that, that American Iron Man that dropped in two thousand eight, and that put yep. me on the map big time. Like, yeah, it was it interesting was when I sent. I sent uh, everybody covered that. I sent Kalina a text, yo. So this is a confirmed thing. Do you want in? And there's another co-host. Shout out oh, to Sir Love Day, and she's like, <laughs> yes, yes, I'm there. Just tell me the day. I'm there. I'm like, I got you. Um, one of the things that I love about just your vision. You said it earlier, there's always themes. So one of the themes that seems to always come up in your work and your latest work is always something about uh, comic books and the visual size of it. So there's a big, big influence there, which I appreciate because I'm a big comic collector. And it's also how I introduce my kids to, to reading and art. You know, every Wednesday we go to pick up comics at the comic and they have their own pull list. I have a 10 year old, nine year old and they just get their stuff and here's your budget. So how is that? Where did that start from and how did it start blending itself into, into, well, I mean, I mean, it goes back to like people like Ghostface Killer with the Iron Man album and you got the MF doom and Johnny blaze ghost writer. You know what I mean? It's hip hop 
has always been about kind of having that secret identity or that alter ego and, and comic books is like that too, where, I mean, it's creative, right? And it's like, you can, you can be this persona, you know, I think there's parallels and, and the art, um, especially with graffiti too, because graffiti is really inspired by comic books and vice versa. Right. So, yeah, there seems to be a nice overlapping. And it's just, it's just another thing for me, theme wise, it's, it's an easy theme. Um, cause you're tied together. You're in it. Kalina. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, if you weren't into it, like genuinely, you know, you wouldn't do it. Like you really wouldn't yeah. do it. So the fact that you're into it makes it that much more interesting to see visually. Like, yeah, you're right. Like make tapes, they get so damn boring all the time. And then they just have like three guys in the front, like five guys in yeah. the front, like a fire, like <laughs> fire setting in the back. <laughs> like just exactly. Like that, like, and it doesn't draw my attention. The Daft Piff cover. I know. I mean, <laughs> Can't, I mean, talking about crack and guns and hoes and pimping, and it's like, <laughs> you can do that more creatively, but it's like, it's been done to death, right? Like, just to death. So it's like, it's fun to, I, I'm, it's fun, and it's a challenge, too, to make these concept projects and not have them come off corny, like, because it's, it's a skill. Like, you can see some of the rappers that that can pull it off and make, like, a track with that many comic book references still sound dope or like, I mean, for instance, Lord Juco, that song on the power stone, Lord Juco, um, he basically told like, like retold like a comic book in one song. And like, it didn't come off corny at all. It was like the way he told the story almost was better than the comic book. It was crazy. So like that kind of stuff's impressive to me. Like it was interesting because I don't want to let too much out of the bag, but you know, we are, you know, I'm putting together something similar now that I got the funds. Mm-hmm. Now I got the funds. I've, I've learned mm-hmm. to get the funds first. Um, so I got the yeah. funds now and now I'm putting things together with, with artists. Um, and I, and I keep looking at the, your power song. Like, how do I, how, how do I even approach what this is? Cause you, it's pretty much the who's who in the game. In, in the, is in this new series. How did this series come to be? You get the Power Stone reality, um, Marvel well, I mean, stuff with this, in there. With this, ser- this scene, it was crazy. Like, I think just, I stumbled upon, I think the scene like a year or two ago, or maybe just before, maybe the end of 2016. I, I think I might have, uh, met Hus Kingpin online, like, he friended me on Facebook or something. And then like from him, I kind of just fell down the rabbit hole and started finding out about all these guys, you know what I mean? The whole winner's crew. And then kind of from them, just everybody like Giallo point, Daniel son, the God Fahim, like mock West side gun. I think even the West side gun, I might've found out really early about too, because I heard that song with him and action Bronson and alchemist. And that was just before Fly God came out. And I kind of just, that was when I got sucked into the new scene. And around the time in early 2017, my, uh, my homie Jordan, Jordan Commander, um, he's a hip hop journalist and he was working for Mass Appeal. And he's into the same type of stuff as I am. And I put him up on game. I was like telling him all these guys and like, he'd heard of maybe like a couple of them, but he hadn't really gotten into it yet. And I just brought him into this whole world. And I was like, you got to get the winners on mass appeal and all this. And it just snowballed. And he started covering like all of those guys, like 
And then from covering those guys, finding out about more guys, and I found out, and we just started networking with all these guys, and because it's a small community, and it just all came together. You know, a lot of these guys want to work, and uh, you know, when you approach them with creative ideas and projects that they're interested in, it just how it comes together, right? So, and the mutual respect. Some of these guys actually do re- re- remember me from back in the day. Like the Fly Hooligan was like. I remember you from that Hell's Kitchen mixtape with Raekwon versus Mob Deep from like 2009, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> you were like, you, remember wow. that? <laughs> "You said Raekwon and Mob Deep," and I instantly yeah. got excited. Those are the gods, right you there. You know what? I'm just so happy to see you, though. Really, I'm just really, really happy to see you pushing like a lot of the guys that I currently like. You know, yeah, you're right. Like through the internet, you kind of like dig deep. Like once you find somebody, you kind of just it's just snowballs it just turns into like all these things but i'm so happy to hear that you know you've been pushing for like people like big spencer rome streets chris crack like those are the things right now that are in you know our rotation or my rotation anyway so it's just good to hear it's just like really refreshing so when you push it it just makes it that much better to hear it again it's it's so good yeah it's it's also like taking all these ingredients and putting it together. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Like this, I said this before. There's no way if you take all the concepts of Wu-Tang that it should work. There's no way that you're going to get chopped up samples with Kung Fu and different aliases and nine MCs and with no choruses and then think that's going to work. Like it doesn't sound like a good business plan, you know? Um, so when <laughs> I, when I was listening, to, when I'm looking at the tracks for like the re- reality thing, I'm thinking, How's this going to work? How, and I'm curious because I know how much I love the Power Stone. I'm like, how is this going to work? And I like that as a, as a listener of all those and a fan of all those producers and, and MCs. It's like, this is going to be some interesting stuff. I'm, I have to, I'm going to have to pre-order this and I'm over here waiting for the first, uh, for Friday to come real quick. I'm like, yeah. someone's not getting a <laughs> Christmas gift, the by the way. With- <laughs> with these you know with these collabos like i i try to also like put guys together that you might not have heard on a song together yet or like a producer like oh he hasn't done something with him yet or like just guys that i think vocally would sound cool on tracks together and um yeah i mean like i like what kalina said um like Vic spencer and chris crack and like rome streets and those guys like they're all like such great artists and it's so easy to promote them and try to work with them because they're just, they're so talented. Like Chris crack, I've been building with all year and just like, he's such a great guy and he's so talented. And I'm so happy that when that new album just came out, it seemed like so many more people all of a sudden just noticed him and really were like, wow, like, okay, who's, who's this Chris crack guy. And it's like, I feel like I've been, like shouting his name all year like come on like this guy's good talented. Yeah, like he's he's a unique talent and um i'm happy to be working with him i was lucky i produced a track on that on that album yes, you um, did, yeah. i've been working with him all year though on an album like we got an album coming next year where it's all my production with chris crack and um it's just coming together slowly because chris crack i mean He's very picky about his beats, but like rightfully so, because like you listen to his albums and he's very specific with with his style, right? So it's coming along. I'm really excited about it. 
it's it's even interesting working with him because like he doesn't like he might not even tell me which beats he's picked or he won't let me hear the songs. I think I've heard like one song he sent me last summer that we did, and I'm just like it's so incredible. I can't wait for it to come out, but like I'm also like just like that song on his new album. He didn't send it to me like beforehand. Like he just is like a day or two before it's coming out. Like oh, you got a beat on that new album that I'm dropping. And just dropped it. Like I think you hear it tell everybody else did. So it's crazy. That's actually kind of cool. That's kind of like real progressive of him to do. Kind of like smart ass of him to do, but really progressive of him to do. Too. I like, know. Well, it got me you, excited because I'm like, oh, I got to hear this. Like, <laughs> I haven't even heard it. So, Chris Crack is definitely one of our favorites. Kalina has been championing him all year, and I'm a big fan of him. So shout out to Chris Crack. I think he still owes us an appearance, by the way. I know that's my bad. I should have been on top of that. Nah, but no, but it's okay. We'll we'll get aimed for February. Um, saying that, you got someone like Chris Crack, and then you have someone who's a little older, um, like uh, Zilla Rocca from Philly, who's also someone that mm-hmm. you know you've traded back and forth. But what's the difference in there? Like, because Zilla Zilla's a very sophisticated individual. Uh, he's been on the show before plenty of times. Actually, um, he's a friend of the show. And I always find it interesting with him because I kind of, he's kind of like my radar on, on a lot of things because he's so, he's so intelligent. Um, what's the difference between cats like that, younger cats, eager, hungry cats like Chris Crack and someone who's a little more, you know, a little older. I wouldn't say mature because Chris Crack's mature, but a little older in terms of being in the game. Um, Zillaraka, it's, it's interesting how we linked up. Um, cause I, I remember, when, when my tribe called Quest, like the original tribe called Quest tribute that I did, it came out in 2010. And Haslow, do you guys know Haslow? Yeah, I do. Producer Haslow, yep. producer MC Haslow. He uh, he did a beat on it, and um, when that came out, I think around that time Haslow was working with Zillaraka, and that's how I kind of found out about him. And I think we kind of were following each other on Twitter, but. Around 2011, I took a few years off the game. Like, just I um, was kind of just needed a break and just was trying to reassess what I wanted to do because, like, the game had changed at that point where it was like nobody's buying physical like CDs anymore. And like, what do I want to do? Like, I think I had just turned like 30 or 31, and I'm like, mm, do I want to like be a professional DJ for my entire life? So I kind of have gotten my like regular life together. And then after a few years, I was like, I, I need hip hop. Like, I still was making beats and stuff, but it was like, I need, I need to put out mixtapes. I need to put out projects. It's just like what I do. So when I was working on, um, the Star Wars mixtape, I was on Twitter pretty heavy and I saw Zilla Rocca's, like, I think it was just like his, uh, profile picture was, was a comic book character, Moon Knight. And I gave him props. I was like, Oh, props on that Moon Knight character. And, and he's like, nobody knows who that is. Like, no, you're the first person who actually knew what the hell that was. And from there on, I, I kind of realized, like, shocking with him a bit, that he was really into um, comic books. And he did a verse for the uh, for the Star Wars mixtape. And then I didn't really talk to him that much for a while. But then um, when I was working on the uh, comic book thing with the Infinity Stones. I just told him, like, yeah, we'll have to get you on something. And then eventually <clears throat> we were just like, we got to do a Moon Knight song because you're the Moon Knight guy. I'm, I like Moon Knight. It's a cool character. Yeah. 
Um, it's a little bit off the radar, you know what I mean? Not everybody knows who Moon Knight is. Um, so I, uh, I made like a custom beat just for, for that character and for him and he killed it. And then when I was like, like, we got to do an EP, like just this one song is just so good. We got to do a full EP. So me and him are working on an EP now too. Shout out to Zillow Rocker. That's kind of how that came. Oh, you're busy. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be a busy 2019. And that, it's funny you said, like, during that broke. time, you're trying to get your life together. But, yeah, definitely it was a weird time in music and hip-hop. And people were not really buying physicals. I feel like in the last two years, it's been a really, really good for hip-hop. Like, vinyl, cassettes, CDs. CDs it's been digipacks. such a good year. And I would much rather buy them, physically have them, or at least digitally. Like, I'd rather just buy them to have. Like, you know, why not? I feel like such a like a dickhead when I don't buy things now. It's it's different. It's just yeah. different. Man. And and one of the things when I put out a project, because uh, as a consumer, I want it to look cool. Not only is the music got to be great, but it's got to look cool. Like that's why I really try to get those crazy covers because it's like if someone's going to awesome. spend their money on my project, like if I'm going to buy a project, like your album's got to be dope and the art's got to be dope. Otherwise it's just like, you got a crap cover and like your album's dope. It's like, I, I could listen to it, but I might not need to own it. Right. Especially not on vinyl. When you got a big piece of vinyl, it's like a little art piece. So, you know what I mean? Like I want my stuff to be able to be framed on the wall. Like you could put, you could, you could frame this and it'd look good as like a print. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I, I remember. There's some, people, there's some comic book dudes that are like buying it because they, they don't even know the artists I have on there, but they love the, uh, the like artists that I have drawing the covers are like, Oh, we're just buying it for the cover. Like I don't even like know who these guys are rapping. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I, I remember as a youth, just going to Virgin mega store and H uh, HMV and just, you know, trying to figure out how I'm going to use my summer check, which is always exclusively went to CDs anyway. And you know, you had the headphones and you, you I listened all literally all day. I would be there at 10 and leave at around eight, just trying to decide how I'm going to spend my money. There was at least several times where I solely did not know what the album was, but the album cover was dope, and I needed to have it. And and I think that's a lost I'm thing. I'm just grabbing my uh, cord. I'm just uh, get the just charger. Grabbing my phone cord. My phone's dying. Huh? Well, we know that very <laughs> you well. Like me, oh my god. We know that very well in the Crusher Lab podcast phone. of people disappearing out of nowhere and then coming back oh Houdini god. style. I ain't naming no names. I'm just saying she's the only female on the show right now. It's the only clue I'm given. Um, yeah, your art is, the artwork is definitely um, amazing that you're having. I hope people check that out. The, the link is going to be in the, you know, wherever you get this, just, just click on the link and I all that good stuff. about your, your music was the, the artwork. And then when I saw the Star Wars theme, I was like, oh my God. I was like, what is this? But even beyond that, before that, I was like, oh, cool. But then I saw that and I was like, oh shit. Then you listen to it, and then I hear Ito on it. It's like, Willie the Kid is a bunch of shit. And I'm like, what is going on? It blew my mind. I was so happy. Shout out to Willie the Kid. Shout out to Ito. It's funny, because Willie the Kid, like, when he first came in the game, I was championing him, like, in 2006. You know what I mean? Like, him and Law of the Dark Man. Like, I've got, like, shout outs, like, and, like, exclusive acapellas from back then that I could break out, like... Or like they just sent me acapellas and like shout outs, so it's 
It's cool seeing that he's still there. Like he's one of those guys that's so talented, and I'm happy that he's still putting out music because I just love it. Especially those albums last year with V Don that he did; those were crazy. So what? Super crazy production, crazy. Everything was crazy. Everything that Willie the Kid put out last year was excellent. Yeah, Gold Rush, Gold Rush Two, Clever Schemes. Um, Thinking about uh, production, uh, I know you have an ear for that. What are, who are some of the producers that you definitely check out now that you're like, yeah, I'm going to definitely check that out because that person's, you know, pretty dope? Um, I really like Evil Doer um, just because he's so different. Like, I could never make beats like that. Like, I'm way more smooth and kind of like, his is so janky and weird, but it's kind of inspiring just listening to just like, it's inspiring. I mean, it's just. That's point blank what it is to me. And I mean, Sadu Gold is kind of similar to that. He's, he's different than, than Evil Doer, but he also is inspiring to me. Like, just cause they do, they do little things differently than what I'm used to. So I also like Grey Matter and a lot of those Mutant Academy guys. They've all kind of got their own sound. And it's again, it's like, I can't do that kind of like style. Like, I'm not good at the kind of like broken beat. Um, kind of off off you know what i mean it's like off beat on beat like um <laughs> i'm way more traditional but i love that stuff you know what i mean because it's just it kind of like makes you think of just little things here and there so it's inspiring this whole new age of beat makers there's so many good ones like i could just i mean and all over the place and, about all the and, new talent and all over the world too which is what we love oh like, yeah you know you got flu dust in australia Who's he's for all intents? Mm-hmm. He's a great guy, sweet guy, but he's a he's a maniac, and and I love that because when you hear his beats, they're so is a I get a different vibe from him altogether in his production and his stuff with Riggs is has been phenomenal. And then you have someone who's very oh yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to my boy Vinyl Villain. That's yeah, another yeah. that's another that's another collective. That, uh, just, just got the hoodie. Yeah. It's fresh. Yeah, it's been, Hats we love producers love being Kalina. Like, how sick is that logo? That's a dope that's logo. That's a dope logo for sure. They need boxes with that, just like in the, yeah, in that region. <laughs> That'd be dope. Um, uh, if you listen, someone tag them and let them know boxer versions. Uh, I'll buy like six of those different colors. Kalina, who are you mm-hmm. checking out? It's the end of the year. I know we did our most slept on recently. Um, I know we're going to do our 2019, uh, most anticipated, um, in January, who are the producers you definitely check out for? Like, I must get it. Quite honest with you, like, I've been, and, and we've already, like, talked about this, but somebody that's definitely stood out this this specific year has been Future Wave. I mean, he's he's not, like, he's not the young, he's not the young, young dude, but he's not the old, old dude either. So he's kind of somewhere in the middle between, okay, well, I kind of know a lot about the old school, but I'm new. I'm new too. Like he's in right in the middle. He's technical. Like I've said before. So I look at those things. It's it's really important to me. Obviously V-Don, obviously, cause he's a fucking maniac. He's, so yeah. I mean, just, I don't even know People how like that, man. I, I don't even know how he does it because the stuff I hear from from V Don in particular, I said this before too, is I don't I I find them I I don't find anything he does to be traditional. It's it's often something that is like 
I have to listen to a few times to even understand the concept that he's going with and beats. And I always end up, uh, loving them. So I'm waiting for my dark low vinyl. I hate pre-ordering vinyls and then you have to wait for weeks. It's one of the things I hate the most. <laughs> part of the game with independence, right? I know. You, like, I know. you want to support us. It's like, that's part I, of the game. I right? know. I know. That's and, right. They do a lot of work on their own. They do I a know. lot of shit on their own that nobody knows know. about. They, you know, they mm-hmm. pay for a lot of things. There's not, you know, a major labels not backing them. So it, a lot of these, time. a lot of these van- vinyl manufacturing, the one that I work with, it usually takes about three months to get vinyl pressed. So, Unless you yeah. want to make people wait an extra three three months to hear the album, like sometimes you just want to drop that album and like they can wait for the physical, right? Like CDs okay. and tapes way faster. Like CDs a week turnaround, like tapes maybe a month, but like vinyl like three months something like that, depending on. I love with. it. Yeah, and what if the vinyl is like special too? Like what if it's Dude, just different and they're gonna? It's, I you know I would appreciate it when it's different. It's a different mm-hmm. theme, color. It's crazy. Yeah. It's time. It's it's crazy. Yep. I'm waiting on packages like crazy, and oh, and, and I mean, I've waited like nine months before, like or a whole year. Even I sometimes, have at least like, these guys. I don't know what's nine vinyls coming in, in within the five the next five days, <laughs> and I'm over here like, why do I gotta go to work? Why can't I be in front of the mailman? Because I don't want them to leave them outside. I don't want no one to take it and put an extra heater. And I like, I'm like in my head, I'm like, this is too much pressure. To, to, cause you, as soon as someone d- drops a vinyl in the wrong place, they warp that shit. I'm gonna be pissed as hell. Um, so vinyl game, we, I gotta figure out how to get it into my hands quicker, yeah. but we definitely gonna <laughs> figure that out. Reality Stone, if you're listening to this, um, episode right now, I'm hope there's a couple of more copies for you guys, but I'm hoping it's actually sold out by the time you hear that. Talk about the project I right now. I hope so too. You never know though. You never, you never know, know. these things. You know what I mean? You never know if it's going to sell in the first day or sell out months later that's or not I'm, sell out. That's why I'm staying so up I'm not, tonight. I don't care either way because that doesn't matter. You know, as long as people enjoy it. You know what yeah. I mean? Project, um, we'll break down some of the songs. Like the, we've got, um, we've got the Husk Kingpin and Smooth, the Connection Reunited. Over a hobgoblin beat. Um, Shout out hobgoblin. It, it's it's crazy. And it's just those guys Shout sound so smooth. good together. I can't wait till they dro- they're dropping an album together. It's it's overdue. I mean, I, it's been a while since they had a collab together. A couple years now since that last one. Hey guys, shout out to them. Um, I got this crazy track called "How to Kill Spider Man" with Al Davino, Estenak, and Hayes, produced by Evil Doer. That one's crazy, like conceptually, like, and the crazy thing is Hayes comes on that and like, just like, it's, it's an unbelievable verse by Hayes. Like he just crushes it. He's on the third verse and it's, it's insane. He might have the best verse on the project possibly. It's that crazy. Um, then we got the, uh, Ty Ferris recognize Ali over the gray matter beat. That's a dope little track. It's flavor. Um, then we got the crime apple Chong wizard track was cool because when you listen to it like i don't think i've ever heard crime apple flow like that it's not his traditional flow it's almost like a double time like it's it's different i I, it's a weird beat that i did too it's kind of like it's got a weird jankiness to it like latin but it's it's he, he goes in it's almost like a a Louisiana flow or something on it. It's crazy. I, I tell you, I've never heard Crime Apple flow like that. So it'll be interesting for you guys to check that out. 
Supreme Cerebral with Casablanca and Noah the Flood over Historian. And that's just a bar fest, like Sir, Supreme Cerebral. I mean, you know, you know how he gets down, but like, I got a, a special verse out of him. It's just like an ultimate body bag verse. It's just, it's nuts. Um, that whole track is just bars. Like, it's crazy. Um, and then the last track on it, um, Left Lane did on and Jay Nice over a Giallo Point beat, which came together really nice because the Giallo Point beat sounds like an old premiere beat and they just, they kill it. I did the scratches on the hook. I did a little scratch hook on there. It's tight. Put the DJ cat. And then I got on. a bonus track. I'm, I'm going to let you guys in on the CD only bonus track. I haven't told anybody else what it Ooh. is yet. It's exclusive. Cat Mark Ford from the West Coast. Mark Ford. You guys got to remember the name Mark Ford because he's about to, he's going to show up on a bunch of little shit. He's really dope. He's from Oxnard, California. That's where like Mad Lib and Anderson Pack are from. Super talented MC producer. And it's, it's over, uh, Unlucky Bastards beat from, uh, Mutant Academy. So that one's, it's a, it's the joint's called Spawn. So it's, it's sick. You know what I mean? It sounds cool. That's that's the the quick, that's the quick breakdown. Kalina, if you want to buy me a Christmas gift, it drops tomorrow. You know, just first of all, if you want to buy me a Christmas (laughs) gift, I would appreciate it too. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You buy me one, I'll buy you the other one. There you go. We just (laughs) rotate it. He just told us that only. Yeah. If you, got, if you guys can't afford it, I'll send you the digital download. All right. No, we got it. We, we got it. <laughs> so you can listen to it. You can, I, you'll have to hear it tomorrow. So I'll talk to you guys tomorrow about it. For sure. You heard we'll, that? We'll, oh, my God. We'll definitely yes. reach out. Great news. Oh, yeah. No, I love this show. You know, it's funny. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't ask for perks. I don't. I don't. I just. We just love talking to artists and putting people out there. But I went. I was a little happy when when Rome Street sent me the noise candy too in my inbox, and I was oh, like, tight. I was like, why are you sending? Like it's 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 trippy, it's weird. And like I I know you got in some stuff too, but I'm like, this is weird. Like I, I haven't. I'm not used to it. I don't think I'll ever get used to it. Um, just take my money. And I'm happy to just be a fan. Oh, it's nice when people recognize, right? I mean, yeah. you guys are doing a favor, right? You guys are helping promote and interviewing and spreading the word. It's, that's what it is. You got to return the favor, right? You got to show love back. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird. So. It's weird, man. But yeah, I'm, we I'm like happy. to give a lot of love. We like we, to give a lot do. of love. We don't expect anything yeah. in return, but we like to give love because we enjoy what everybody does. Uh, collectively and separately, so it's it's cool for us, and it's cool. It's a pleasure to have you guys on. For sure, uh, yeah, it's a pleasure being on here. Russia Live Podcast, uh, Vinyl Villains, get those boxes printed. You take my money um, if you're, <laughs> if, you know. Just support the artist whichever way you can. If you could buy vinyl, cassettes, digipacks, all that, go go for it. If you could go to their show, even better. Go check out their show. If you want to just give them streaming numbers, go ahead. If you want to buy the digital, which is the way I always recommend people to do if, you, if you're on a budget, go go do that. Um, it's important. And, and most important, share with other people that this is what you're rocking with. It's, you know, it's a, it's a great time. And I think it's a special time to support the type of hip hop that we like and I'm excited. So I'm excited for the project. I'll definitely be checking it out and we'll talk about it too. And you know, there's a couple of things coming out. We haven't talked. I'll put out a little bit. There will be a YouTube page starting me and Sir Love Day hitting up the cameras. I'm doing a little bit more squats, working on the abs, fucking look beautiful in the lights. And we're going to do reviews 
and the reviews will be on the things, the artists that we've been talking about. And we're going to parlay that with the podcast. So not only are you going to get the inside information from the sources themselves, but you're going to get our honest reviews. I'm sure I'll get people mad at me, but you'll get my honest reviews. Um, I've been nice, Kalina, recently. I've been nice. Um, in, in the YouTube spectrum and pre-orders will be coming out for the shirts pretty soon so get Kalina that Kalina money um because uh, we're gonna have that Kalina <laughs> shirt ready to go real soon um and uh yeah so we're gonna do the pre-order and and, and then then send it out to people and we're gonna have some some surprises in there too so in, once you do the pre-order there's gonna be some bonuses in there some exclusive stuff from some of our partners uh, from the show and that's all I'll say shout out Danielson that's all I'll say about that uh, and we'll see everyone on the next episode peace what happens if you face why I'm the kingpin yeah yeah suevo kingpin shit nigga you a spider boy nigga uh, uh, my iceberg sweatsuit smell like a whole onion an ounce if you don't know the raps, your holy champion, welcome to the wave log camp, uh-uh. 2018 big pump champ, this is no game, I assure you, who dares defy me now, come on, maybe you, fucking, the wave old lampoon, I'm high at the rent, I see everything cause God's on blame.